Hello and welcome to SEO is not that hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to find the questions people ask online. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the eight-step topical cluster design process. Last episode, I covered how to architect a site for topical authority and the building blocks for building topical clusters, those being pillar pages, cluster pages, and internal links, as well as how they relate to each other. Just to recap, that's pillar pages, which cover the core content areas of a site, like home broadband and mobile broadband, being pillar pages for a site covering the broad topic of broadband. Cluster pages are supporting pages to pillar pages. Each cluster page will cover an area of the pillar page topic, such as home broadband for gaming, being a cluster page for the home broadband pillar page. And finally, internal links, which logically and semantically link pillar and cluster pages together, with a pillar page linking to its cluster pages and vice versa, and also cluster pages linking to each other where relevant. All these components joined working together make topical clusters, which provide the backbone of building topical authority for your site. So we've got the broad concept and the component parts that make up topical clusters. How do we now start to design those topical clusters for our sites? Well, that's why I developed an eight-part process for manually designing topical clusters. So let's go through the process step by step. So step one in the process is to gather keywords and questions um, all around your topic. Now, this is one of the most time-consuming bits. Um, this is where you've got to find as many sources of questions as you can. You can use your own questions you've, you come up with yourself, um, but it's also great um, sources of questions out there on the internet, such as people also ask on Google, Google Autocomplete, Reddit and Quora, um, any of the forums you can find, looking at competitor websites, and really just pulling all those questions together into a as big a keyword list um, as you can. You might internally have um, sources that you can mine, such as um, customer response um, questions, so things that you get through customer services, talk to your staff, see the questions that they commonly get from people. Um, are you an e-commerce site? Think about the um, sort of common questions about the products you sell. You've got to build all these together into a big sort of master keyword list of all the questions um, that anyone could ask on your topic. So on to step two. This is where we, re we review and understand the questions. You know, the first part in step one, we're just gathering questions, gathering questions, gathering questions. We don't going to spend a lot of time reviewing them and understanding them until we've got all those questions together. So at this point, we're going to look at any questions that we don't understand, we haven't got a clear answer to. Um, we need to understand all these questions so that we can, in later steps, um, know how we're going to answer them and see how they relate to other questions. So this is really a bit of a stop, understand and review all the questions we've got so that we, we can then move on to the next step. On to step three, which is to identify the key themes and topics. So we now need to go through uh, the list of questions we've got and want to look for the key themes and the topics that occur over and over as these are going to form the basis of our topical clusters. So we're really looking for kind of the key areas where, you know, we, we can start to se separate and say, what are the high level areas of the site? So again, if we look at the, the term broadband again, if we, we've got a whole load of questions about broadband, we might see that some questions related to home broadband, 
some were related more to mobile broadband, some might be related to uh, a different um, core topic, which is, say, broadband speed. These are all speed-related questions, so we're starting now to identify these key themes. We're also going to be picking out topics within those, so we might see that there's lots of cost questions. So people are asking questions about costs. We might be picking up that people are asking questions about specific providers or comparisons between providers. So we're just trying to now sort of get these common recurring things that are coming up that we're going to use later on when the, we go through the further steps. So now on to step four. This is where we create our initial pillars. Now at this point, you should have identified one or more pillars. The more questions you've collated, the more likely you are to have multiple pillars. So for example, if we'd collected, say, 300 questions about the topic of broadband, we'll probably see that they are split between home broadband and mobile broadband questions. So we might divide them into two pillar pages based on that split. A smaller set of questions, say if you're in the 40 to 80 range, you might only cover one pillar, so you might choose to keep everything under one core pillar page. Step five is now where we assign questions to pillars. So we go through all the questions we collated, and we now assign them to one of the pillars we identified in step four, so putting the right questions in the right pillars. Uh, we're not going to worry about um, how we order them at the moment, we're just going to assign them one to one of the other pillars, which however many pillars we've got, we're just going to assign them in. So on to step six, which is where we identify cluster pages. So at this step, we now review all the questions in each pillar and look for common themes and topics within those questions. It's similar to what you did in step three, but we're now just doing it for an individual pillar. And this will allow you to work out what each pillar's cluster pages are. So in, for the broadband example, you know, we might be looking on the home broadband one, we might be looking for um, questions on providers, individual providers, so we can identify there's going to be providers, cluster pages. We might be looking at um, spotting different types of users like gaming users or home um, working users. So we can see there's questions around ones of those. We might see that some of them, you know, they might be common across different pillars. So, you know, we're going to have, um, say, providers within mobile as well. And it's fine to sort of duplicate um, cluster types across different ones where it works, like in those examples. Now on step seven, this is where we assign the questions to individual cluster and pillar pages. So we've now got all our pillar pages and cluster pages worked out. Um, so our step now is to assign the questions to each of the pages that we've um, we've identified. So we first decide the sort of the top level questions that are going to stay on the pillar page because the pillar page needs some high level content of its own. Um, in many sites, a pillar page will tend to ultimately be a page which actually sells something um, or is trying to get someone to take an action. So, uh, for example, on uh, a home broadband uh, pillar page, we'll probably want to have some content around selling actual broadband or um, to actual providers, sorry, to actual users. So we're still going to want some sort of core content that covers the topic broadly. So you'll see the questions that you've um, identified um, for this pillar, there's going to be some that really are top level, they want to be in that pillar page one. And then you want to go through all the other questions and then slot them into the individual cluster pages that, that make sense to them. Um, and then this gives us an actual complete picture of our topical clusters, our pillar pages and our cluster pages and all the questions that we're going to get answered in them. So this is now our design for our topical cluster that can then go off to actually um, have the content produced for it, which I'm not going to cover here, that's like a completely different topic, but we, at least now we've, we, we've got the core structure and the core elements 
the answers, the uh, questions that are going to be answered across that entire structure. Now we're on to the final step, step eight, and that is iterate and update. This process doesn't stop, uh, stay still. As you conduct more keyword and question research, as themes change over time, you want to keep adding new pillars and cluster pages, as well as adding questions to existing pages and new cluster pages to existing existing pillars. You've got to keep repeating this process again and again and again. That is how you build and maintain topical authority by being the authority on your subject. And by being the authority on your subject means constantly adding in as new uh, as new content needs to be produced and, and new questions arise on, on your on your subject new products come out you know things change over time so you've got to keep iterating and updating and that's why this is a circular process it goes on and on and on and that covers the process for designing uh, topical clusters now i'm got a lot of this is going into the book that I'm working on so if you listen to this podcast at time of release this book isn't ready yet um, but it will be so just sign up at keywordspeopleuse.com for a free account and you know when the book's ready it will come out to you if you're listening in the future then just again do the same thing go to keywordspeopleuse.com sign up for any free account and you know as part of the process you'll be offered the the book um, within that there's going to be lots of diagrams uh, you know that show you how to do this um, and also explain how you can actually automate this process i mean this this is this manual process is what we used in the past when we had no tools to help us we've since built tools and are working on tools now to actually make this process completely automated with as little human interaction um, as necessary so um, yeah do go there do look at that i do strongly recommend that Um, but i hope you found this useful Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard. It's brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch or have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter. You can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now and see you in the next episode of SEO is not that hard. <laughs>